Let's get your book published, sharing the truth while giving you tips, tricks, and secrets about the publishing industry with your host, Nicole Gabriel. So I have a lot of people asking me regularly how to easily get set up for doing their own podcast. It's a natural progression to write a book and transition into a more visual role. A podcast is a great way to share your voice. And it's a funny thing that all things COVID have given podcasting such a rise in popularity once again. Hey guys, Nicole Gabriel here. Welcome. If you anticipate getting into podcasting as you launch your book, then it should be written in a way that makes it easy to leverage its content for shows. It would look much the same if you anticipated using the content for speaking, coaching, teaching, or training. The book sets you up as a subject matter expert in itself, but the next step is aligning it so that it can better serve you. For example, when I wrote my Let's Get Your Book Published book, I took a look at all the repetitive processes I do daily with my clients and married them with the book publishing process and developed the content for the book. But I also knew it would be leveraged for the online book publishing program. I would build from it. And if I was smart, I would have sections or chapters that would be my overall topic for podcasting and video as well. Every book is unique, as is every author. But how you position the content in your book can be organized so that you never have to sit down wondering, what do I say to my audience ever again? So how do you go about blowing out the content for a book or a podcast? For some reason, building out content in a strategic way is a hot topic all over the internet. For someone like me, I often have a hard time understanding this. You see, I see content to be perfectly aligned with your goals. If you don't have an avid interest in your topic, you're gonna have a tough time coming up with the content. But you also have to have a goal and a compelling and passionate why to knock out relevant content. And you have to start with an end goal in mind. So why are you creating the content you are? When we all begin creating content for the first time, it may look a little like this. I'm an expert in this thing and here's why. But how is this actually helping people? So now you've come across as knowledgeable, but did you also come across as egocentric? Are you creating meaningful and tangible value for your audience? And who is your audience and what do they want to see? The best way to begin, in my opinion, is pretend that you are the target audience. What do you want to know, learn, or experience? What can you tell someone like you that gains their interest or trust in the thing that you're teaching, coaching, training, selling, or otherwise presenting? You may have to think back to where you were in the beginning of the thing you're now an expert of. So I'm all about coaching my clients on how to write a book and then helping them through the design and marketing once they have. But I didn't always know how this process looked until I first went through it myself. So what did I want to know when I was first thinking about writing? Honestly, I think I just needed to know that I could do it. I needed some kind of permission. I needed to know also that I could actually come up with enough content that was worthwhile to share. 
I also didn't know the process and questioned my ability to write and write well. I was told that as long as I came up with the content, that an editor would help me through the process of making it well-written content. So by identifying yourself as the mirror of the target market, you can better align your message. And if you know you're not the target market, then you need to create an imaginary figure that is. Then talk to her with your content marketing strategies in mind. Here's the gift in podcasting that many don't think about. The SEO words you put out with each podcast. This is how people find you. So what do you want to be known for? Do you also have a website or blog or social media that can enhance the reach? What you use for your SEO wording is how both your book and your podcast will be found. When you create either a podcast or videos on, say, YouTube, you're putting content somewhere other than your own website, and that creates what's called a backlink. The backlink is what gives you credibility, and it also creates awareness of who you are and what you offer. Not to mention, this is the kind of thing that Google likes to see to move you up on the search charts. Keywording, is that a word? Your website and podcast allow you to learn what people like, but you have to know how to monitor it. Monitoring your content can be done with a few different tools. First, I like to look at what I need or want to share. Then I look at what is trending. Then I also look at what's been popular in the past by peeking at the stats provided by my podcasting company. I can then identify what strategic move I want to make. For me, this is a mix between what people want to know, what has been popular, but also where I want to take listeners. I look at what lessons I've learned from my clients during the week, and I pay attention to how I can share where both my client and I have grown in whatever challenges we faced on their project. All day long, I work through obstacles, challenges, or highlights. I take note of these, and I try to figure out how to parlay them into meaningful podcasts. Where are my clients having challenges? Where have I been challenged? So this week, I was challenged with an ebook company I have always recommended my clients to use. They change their uploading process and the file they accept. So I give my clients a file and tell them it's easy, and then they go over to upload and they're given errors. I just had a few clients upload their ebook to the same site the week prior, but somewhere in between they changed their process. So this required me to learn what changes they made and how to adapt. It also required me to do a bit of rework to move into the new way. So perhaps this challenge becomes a great subject for a future podcast. What to do when change happens. Perhaps a good topic. But is it a hot topic? Will it produce listeners or followers? Sometimes you just don't know till you try. My other challenge this week was that I created a podcast, one prior to this, and I was not able to market it. I was shut out of Pinterest. I normally create my podcast and upload artwork and create a link over to my blog. But apparently, Pinterest doesn't like when you talk about politics, and they shut you down. I appealed the decision and didn't hear anything back. My podcast actually wasn't political but it talked about Donald Trump Jr.'s new book and was flagged as such. So this disrupted my numbers. I didn't get the traffic to my material I might have had otherwise. 
So while we're on the subject, let me tell you how I go about creating awareness of my podcast and the strategy behind it. First, I identify the content I want to discuss. Second, I identify the value I'm providing. Third, I look at how this value aligns with my overall goal. Does this teach, coach, train, encourage, or otherwise entertain or educate my listeners? And does it meet my end goal? Fourth, I write the content. Fifth, I record, edit, and upload the podcast to my preferred hosting service. I use Buzzsprout. Sixth, I upload the written content to my website blog. Seventh, I create a post on Pinterest with a link back to my blog. I keep in mind I'm both advertising my creative work as well as highlighting keywords. This creates my backlink. Eighth, I post links on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Note that I also embed a link from Buzzsprout into my podcast as well. This creates a backlink from all social media to my website direct. You can go over to my blog, Pinterest, or other social media and check it all out for yourself. I always try to use Let's Get Your Book Published in everything I do. The biggest key is getting traffic to your material wherever it's found. Okay, so I'm getting a bit winded here today. I generally like to keep these podcasts pretty short. But let me give you a few pointers on where you can go to get started on your podcast. So I recently had a client tell me about other services they use and how they go about creating, editing, and building content. I was told to use Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com for hosting, distributing, and monetizing. I'm not real familiar with this environment myself, but I've been told by a few it's really great. I presently use Buzzsprout. It does all the same, and I can speak for it. There are some other great features like enhanced sound quality add-ons and the ability to monetize over on Buzzsprout as well. I'll link to a $20 off coupon in my blog if you're interested in giving it a try. Another tool is matchmaker.fm. It's a tool I've been made aware of by my clients. This is a matchmaking service that allows you to find people that want to be part of your show. I have yet to use it myself, but I'm considering doing so. I honestly just have far too many wonderful clients I'd rather interview. They have supported me by hiring me, and I always like to first start with returning the favor by allowing them an opportunity to be on my show. Other than the tools, you just have to create the content. Creating content and having a wonderful show is one thing, but remember that also having a book in your tool belt gives you not just credibility, but it also helps you build out your core offerings and organize your thoughts. Not to mention, it gives you awesome credibility for being an organized thought leader or master or specialist of your craft. Okay, guys, I wanted to get this podcast out before the holiday weekend. I hope that you have a wonderful time. And I also want to remind you of your constitutional rights during this time. I get that we all have different opinions about all things COVID, and I'm not here using this platform to argue about those. But I do want to remind you to always check in with your why. The First Amendment bears weight. Let me read it to you in case you've forgotten. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, 
or of the press, or the right of the people peacefully to assemble, and to petition the government for redress of grievances. Keep this in mind as you go through your holiday. Social media is taking away some of our rights. Media isn't trustworthy. And we are not able to assemble peacefully in our homes or churches. Stay aware as you move through this unique time in history. I'm here to help when you're ready to move forward on your book project. As always, I wish you peace, love, and light. I'm thankful you joined me here today. Happy Thanksgiving. Check out our online book publishing program, join our email list, or earn a great income by signing up for our affiliate referral program over on our Let's Get Your Book Published.com page.